0: Audio. Hey everybody! I need you to know this is not an investment advice podcast. Okay? The host' goal is simply to unravel some of the mystery of what the stock market is and how it works, but not how to invest in it. All right? Now that being said, enjoy the show. Well, as my mother used to say, invest like no one's watching. Do the paper jam? Yeah, let's do the paper jam. Do the paper
1: jam. Nothing's real, the fake. Do the paper the Hey everybody and welcome to the paper jam podcast, where every single week we use a paper trading platform to randomly move our fake money from one stock to the next one. And even though the money is fake, our emotions are still very real. My name is Mike Morrissey, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kenny Gray.
0: Oh, say can you see, by the dawn's early, fight!
1: Oh!
0: (laughs) Yeah. I kept feeling a little patriotic this morning, are we? Oh yeah, I woke up, I rolled, I rolled right out of my in, stars and spangled bedsheets. <laughs> my stars spangled sheets. Fed my pet bald eagle, did my push-up, saluted Lincoln, and here
1: I am! <laughs> the Lincoln. How many bald eagles do you think you've seen in your life?
0: I went from seeing I feel none. like I've seen one. Uh, you, wait, I, so I
1: guaranteed I've seen some. Are, you've only seen one? Where'd you see one? I must not have cuz I'm like I'm pretty sure I saw one in my hometown in New Hampshire and I definitely did not.
0: Maybe are there bald eagles in the in New Hampshire? Googling, Googling things, things in real time. time. I first saw a bald eagle at the Squam Lake Science Center in New Hampshire. Squam Lake. But then I saw one in the wild for the first time in Seattle. Oh. Uh, in the Pacific Northwest and then they also have them Um, My parents have started because... My parents have one. My parents have one. They call it their son.
1: It's driving (laughs) me nuts. You kind of look like one of these things, Ken.
0: No, no!
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have hair. Your (laughs) parents... Yeah, these things have a little frilly feathers on their head. I feel like they're embarrassed that it's, they're called the bald eagle. Yeah, they didn't ask for that name. Uh, well, Ken, I'm so excited to be here with you today. I, I, I told you uh, a little bit before the show started that I, I took a little road trip to San Francisco this weekend. Michael, tell me everything. I drove a rental car from from Burbank all the way to San Francisco. It's about six and a half hours. I drove all the way. I got there because I was going to a concert this weekend with a group of friends. Uh, I parked my car in front of the Airbnb. I said, let's let's put our, our wallets and phones and stuff inside. Take a look around and go get the rest of the stuff. Uh, I got a phone call three and a half minutes later from my, Amanda's sister. Uh, somebody took a crowbar and broke all the windows of our rental car and stole my computer and all of my stuff. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Holy <It> was, shit. <laughs> I didn't tell you that before. Uh, and I'm sorry. I was a little wishy-washy about getting on here because it's been hard as I have not had a computer. Holy shit. Dude, I was in San Francisco for, for no exaggeration, four and a half minutes and someone, this lady owned a book, this guy owned a bookstore outside, and it was like, apparently we parked, it was my own fucking fault. Uh, No one told me, I live in Los Angeles, and I lived in New York, and of like, no one told me how fucked up the the criminal scene in San Francisco is. So I went in for four and a half minutes, and somebody just drove up with a crowbar, smashed all the windows, and like took, uh, like luckily I had my phone, my wallet, my Apple watch, but Thank they God. Took, okay they, they took amanda's sister she had a thousand dollars in cash, her passport, her boyfriend is a barber. they took like two grand worth of like barber equipment. they took like all this uh, every they took everything and it was like we'd just gotten there. We were going to a concert with a bunch of people, so it was like very it was a total fucking drag to start well, I'm speechless uh that's that's i mean are are you okay? How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm lucky that the group of people we're with were like optimists, like kind of like, you know, me, Amanda, and our, our, our right. her sister and her boyfriend, we were just kind of like, okay, we called the police, and the police were like, yeah, this happens literally nonstop. We were like, so are we going to, there's no world we're going to get this stuff back, right? And he was like, I don't think so. And we were like, okay. So, they and we were going to this music festival. They took our wristbands. They took like every fucking, they took everything. Um but we were fine. We were just like, you know what? we were We were bummed about it for a few minutes, and then we were like, "Well, what can you do? We went we a friends of ours drove us to Target. We bought some clothes. because we didn't have any clothes. We didn't have toothbrush. We didn't have any anything. <laughs> Jesus, mike, i'm so I'm so sorry to hear
0: that. I've had friends who have also been to San Francisco who have had similar. they haven't had all of their stuff stolen. But when I first came to San Francisco, I did have a friend. This was maybe in two thousand and fifteen. he did send me a text message that was like, "Be careful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like oh my god! Like people like <clears throat> I've heard. I just didn't think anything of it because like the 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 situation in, I, here in L.A. I thought it was simmer. It is not. It is so. If you guys ever go to everyone who would live there and anyone I talked to later was like yeah. When you park in, because we we were in Oakland too and that was even worse. You're like yeah. When you're in San Francisco, Oakland. A, never leave anything in your car. And when you do leave your car, you open your glove box, you open the side container, and you put your chairs down so that people can see in your window that there is absolutely nothing there to take. Because if you leave anything in there, they're going to take it. I was
0: like, oh, boy. Well, it's a shame that there aren't
1: billion-dollar tech companies there that can help. I know. If only there were some billion-dollar tech companies there that could help. And you know what, Ken? Luckily, they didn't take any of my money, but I would love to win some money on this show today to make me feel better. So why don't you tell the folks at home, what is this show even fucking about, Kenny? They're here. They're, they're already in the show. What's, what's, what are we doing here?
0: Well, way back in the day, we started with $10,000 of fake money on a paper trading platform, and every week we randomly move it from one stock to the next. Last week, our money was a Nintendo... And this week, our money is in. Bum, 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 bum,
1: bum. Chipotle. <laughs> we invested in Chipotle this week. Uh, and I'm pretty excited. Like, uh it's Chipotle is interesting because <clears throat> and I was excited when it when it popped up because it's I do know that it's a notable and interesting stock. Um, but yeah, we invested all of our money into Chipotle this week. And Kenny, I just have so, so many questions. Um, if you guys listen to or subscribe to the uh, Patreon, uh, the patreon.com slash the paper jam pod, we're going to go do a deeper dive into, our, our, into the goat order at Chipotle. So I don't want you to talk too, too much about what you order and what you really like there, you can give some details. But, but Ken, how, where were you when you first started to hear about Chipotle, and what is your what is your kind of relationship with Chipotle like now? That's a very good question. Thank you, Michael. Uh, I Kenny, don't.
0: Hey, can, really quick. Of course, <laughs> Michael. I, you, you, <laughs> you, you. Every week you come in here and you, f- f- I flatter me with these questions. <laughs> you, you <laughs> now I sound like I'm patronizing right. there you.
1: It's me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I'm not sure when Chipotle first arrived. I'm trying to remember if I was in New Hampshire, if I was in high school, if I was in college when it came out. It, I think it was college, but it might have been. You know what? I think it was high school because when I went to college on campus, there was a Cadoba.
1: Yes, that which was is a big thing.
0: Obviously, a competitor to Chipotle. Oh yeah. Um, but. My strongest memories with Chipotle are when I after college moved back to New Hampshire. There's a Chipotle on Route 1. And uh, I think it's Route 1 over on Nashua near like exit where the Whole Foods
1: is and the Market Basket. Those who know, yeah, yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Chipotle oh, there. they know. <laughs> this is a New Hampshire based podcast. Even I've heard that that the uh, that tourism in in Nashua, New Hampshire has skyrocketed since the start of the show.
0: Unbelievable! People are wandering around, <laughs> going, "Where is the podcast?" And there's lots of people what? going, "We don't know what you're talking about."
1: Yeah, where's the show? But yeah, there is one in there is one in New Hampshire by the Barnes and Noble. By the Barnes and
0: Noble, is that another one? That must be a different one.
1: That's maybe another one. I don't know.
0: But I, I remember really liking it um, at that point. I would drive because at that point I was driving from Amherst to like band practices and anything. Anywhere I was trying to go, I had to drive past that Chipotle. So I started eating a lot of Chipotle. Damn. And you were a fan. I was a big fan. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, because I remember, like, I was probably in high school when it came out, and their ad campaigns and stuff like that, what's really fascinating about about Chipotle, and I'm going to go into it a little deeper later with, like, their CEO and stuff like that, it seems like they were just fucking electric from the very beginning. Um, But, yeah, like, their ad campaigns pre all this, like, when there was a little while where they, like, had, like, a salmonella scare and everyone, like, was freaked out about that. But, uh, yeah, when they first came out, it was, like, A lot of advertising about like how fresh the food was and stuff like that. And it it, it just like Chipotle, it just became like, not a verb, but it just became a thing. All of a sudden people who I didn't... I I feel like it really brought Mexican food into rural, into like rural, smaller cities. I do distinctly
0: remember when I first had Chipotle thinking, this rocks. This is so good. This is so cool. I like that they're assembling it in front of me. I like the choices. This tastes like... This is like I'm so used to either Taco Bell or yeah. like just like some weird stinky Mexican place <laughs> run by white people in New Hampshire. Yes,
1: what I found was funny too about New Hampshire. What I think we've even talked about in the show is uh, <clears throat> like uh, that conversation I had with Amanda one time where she was like, "Oh, we have." Um, we have a shorties in Miami too. Is that a Cuban restaurant? I was like, ah, no, it's a it's a Mexican restaurant. And then wh- what's the other Mexican restaurant in Nashua? The, la Carreras. Um, uh, yeah, like La, no, la Carreta. like she was like, oh, La Carreta. Is that a coffee place? I was like, yeah, it's another Mexican restaurant. Like it has like a bunch <laughs> of like weird, greasy, Mexican restaurants, but. Again, my next question is uh, that I'm curious about. Is you you brought up Taco Bell, which is when I was in high school, I was frequenting Taco Bell. And then, if you remember, like Chipotle came out, and like I feel like the big buzz about Chipotle for me, at least when it first started, was people. It was almost a conversation point of how big the burrito was. Of uh, people like it's it's it, you know it's seven eight bucks or whatever, but the burrito is like a baby's diaper. It's like that big. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you remember that kind of like buzz about how much food you got?
0: You really took me back in time because now it's now it's almost something I view as a negative about Chipotle, is that the oh, really? burrito is so big. But when it first came out, yeah, I remember being like, whoa, oh, this is awesome. Like it's is
1: huge. Know. Yeah, well, and I remember a lot and still, uh, I got it yesterday and I'm always every single time, time I get a burrito, I'm like, it's so big, it's so heavy. I'm like, how am I gonna eat this whole thing? Then you start fucking eating it, and it's just like I, I I'm full by the end, but I'm not like, it's not like ripping out of my stomach, but it's just like, it's so unbeatably good. Um, my, le- my question that I was going to ask though, is you brought up Taco Bell. Do you think that they are comparable? Are they in totally different worlds to you? Do you prefer a Taco Bell? Do you prefer a Chipotle? Or can you just not compare? I, I don't or think they're comp- Compare actually.
0: Okay. So I think they're comparable in the sense that both of them offer the ability to get something very plain Um, Mm. like Chipotle and Taco Bell are both pretty inoffensive in terms of like spicy, you know what Mm. I mean? Um, I I feel like a a complaint that I get a lot from like my parents about when we, you know, I've taken them to like more authentic Mexican places like, oh, this is spicy. (laughs) It's spicy, but I don't think they're comparable really at all. I, I suppose they are more now in the sense that they're both a little chipotle has, I think, fell down a few rungs From where it started um, I think so. I think it expanded too fast And I think their quality dipped a bit But I don't think they're comparable I, Like Taco Bell to me is like Just this fun It's like a fun, crazy, forever frat bro friend
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah And Chipotle's your friend who like works at a bank And has a stable living Yeah <laughs> No, Taco Bell. You're you're so right. A Taco Bell is that high school friend of you. They're always going to be exactly the same. You still love them for exactly for who they are, um, but they're always there. Which one do you think you get more often?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, on the whole, Chipotle. It has to be Chipotle. Really? There used to be a Taco Bell in my hometown. We're turning the Chipotle episode into a Taco Bell episode. I, I know.
1: Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah! Talk about it, yeah, baby. <laughs> Just wait till we get to Yum Foods. <laughs>
0: There was, a, there was a Taco Bell that opened up in the early 90s in the town square, like dead center of my hometown. It closed at some point in middle school. Um, maybe earlier than that. So there, my Taco Bell went away, and then in Boston, there's no Taco Bells except for Northeastern, but it was a limited menu and it wasn't that good. Was it a Taco Bell Express?
1: Yeah. Oh, I had one of those in school too. It's fucking terrible.
0: You'd get a Crunchwrap Supreme, and you're like, I, this is cheap but also bad. Like,
1: <laughs> this is cheap but also wet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, this is mostly lettuce. <laughs>
1: No, but I know in in New York City, too, there's not a lot of Taco Bells. Uh, I think there's one on the on like the NYU campus. And for a while, that was it. There's one now. But a big thing, a
0: big factor for my consumption, Chipotle, is that there was a Chipotle directly across the street from Improv Boston. So. I ate there so much. It was right next to the rehearsal rooms. So, for five years, I was going to a rehearsal once or twice a week. And right next to the entrance to the rehearsal was Chipotle. So, everyone was grabbing that as their quick, like, I'm going to grab a bowl. And, like, everyone's sitting, like, you know, crisscross applesauce being like, I think the
1: second beat wasn't as funny eating Chipotle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) No, I know. And I used to do, when I used to live in New York, I would like work all day and then I would do like an improv show until like, Wicked fucking late. And then I would go into Chipotle like right before it closed and just get like a bowl and just like sit on the subway by myself. Had to get up for work in like five hours of just like that. Just like (laughs) shuffling into my face. But that's the thing about Chipotle, is like, do you weirdly feel like it's kind of like a healthy option? Of like when you're like, I can't have dinner, it's like, it's not like I'm getting McDonald's. Like I'm I'm gonna get something of some kind of substance. There are vegetables in it. Like, I'm always on the fence of, like, I'm convincing myself it's healthy. And I'm like, well, it's not healthy.
0: I viewed it, yes. I view it as generally, I mean, it all depends on what you put on it. I view it generally healthier than, like, going to Dunkin' Donuts or McDonald's, which were also options next in that same vicinity in Boston. But it does, here's how I feel about Chipotle. I always go in thinking this is going to rule. And then, like, by the end, I'm like, I hate this. Every single time, really. I, sometimes, maybe it's not what I'm getting, but in the burrito, I, I don't get the burrito as much as I think I'd like to because it's, it's obviously much more. It's overwhelming. It's, it's overwhelming. So I get the bowl a lot, but sometimes the bowl, especially if you get guacamole and like
1: sour cream, and oh, no, ends no, up no, becoming no, no, like no, no. dog mush. <laughs> First of all, yeah, but rookie fucking mistake with the... I, Do, like, no, no, I yes! know... <laughs> You get, you're getting guac in that bowl. I bet you get the peppers too, don't you? Oh, I was,
0: Chipotle was a mainstay for me when I was vegan and vegetarian. Yeah. Um, because, but I fucking hate the sofritas. I do not like the sofritas. That is tummy ache city, baby. (laughs) The sofritas are giving you a tummy ache? Every single time. I don't know what the spicing is. I don't know what it is about them. I hate the
1: sofritas. I just preferred getting the, whatever, whatever they're called, the peppers, the veggies. I think Chipotle is always a sleeper, but you have to do it right. And again, I'll, I'll give you that, Ken. It can be bad. If it's done wrong, it's done fucking wrong. I do feel, I fucking feel this way, Ken. I feel like they make you pay extra for the guacamole just so they can laugh at you. I don't think you should be, <laughs> I don't think you should be putting them, the guacamole in a bowl. It's like, you're, it's like I'm eating a bowl of fucking cereal. Well, a move I used to make was I would not get rice in the bowl and get chips instead and essentially eat it as a dip. Uh, yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. If you're doing the bowl, you gotta get you gotta get the uh the chips and and scoop it up. Um, that's actually so you're pretty much making like a um <clears throat> like uh um a seven layer dip. Yeah, a seven layer dip. I guess is, is what I'm looking for. Well, well, Ken, I want to kind of <clears throat> get into uh, what this company actually is because we talked about uh, McDonald's. There's there's some kind of interesting stuff going on here, but let me. Oh, start that's off. right. Yeah, yeah, you you know, there's a little bit of footprint in there from good old Ronald. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have a tangent about Ronald McDonald I want to go on, but squeak, I'm going to hold off. Squeak, squeak. Those are his big <laughs> clown <time>. shoes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Everybody, the most notable sound that Ronald makes. Um, I'm going to buy Chipotle. I don't think he talks like that. <laughs> I remember he just talks very normal. Hi, I'm Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> the CEO of McDonald's. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about CMG, where we put all of our money this week. I like to clown around, but not <laughs> when it comes to prices. McDonald's is the best choice. McDonald's is the best choice. I will make a profit every goddamn time. Every time. I saw this thing recently. I'm about to, I'm about to go on a micro tangent. Did you notice <laughs> that, that Ronald McDonald does not exist anymore? He's dead? He's not dead, but I was like someone I saw a thing that was like, "Hey, have you noticed that you have not seen Ronald McDonald since 2016?" I was like, "I I guess." It's because of all those like people that were dressing up as clowns and killing people. McDonald's had almost had nearly <laughs> retired Ronald McDonald. Except for like when you see him sitting at the restaurant, he's not the spokesperson anymore. McDonald's announced its mascot Ronald
0: McDonald would be taking a hiatus. In 2016, it followed a disturbing craze which saw pranksters (laughs) jump out at people dressed as spooky clowns.
1: Ah, Oh, my God. (laughs) They retired him.
0: They they, they canceled
1: Ronald.
0: We'd like to apologize for all the spooky clowns.
1: (laughs) Ronald is not a spooky clown, despite how spooky he looks. CMG. Sir Chipotle Mexican Grill Incorporated. Ken, this company, it engages in the development and operation of classically cooked real foods with wholesome ingredients without artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives. It offers focused menu, uh, it offers a focused menu of burritos, tacos, burrito bowls, and salad prepared using classic cooking methods. The company was founded by Steve Ells in nineteen ninety-three and is headquartered in Newport Beach, California. My neck of the woods, Ken. Uh, the listed name for CMG is Chipotle Mexican Grill Incorporated. Um, I researched this. I had a fucking blast researching this company. It is absolutely wild that this company was just like fuck goddamn wildfire. So apparently this guy, Steve Ellis, I believe he was, uh, living in, uh, he was, a, he was a sous chef in San Francisco. Um, and he I believe he started the first one in Denver uh, and just that's like, what I remember as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Denver company. He, he like was really obsessed with this idea of like how the, uh, pretty much of how they make their burritos now. Uh, wholesome ingredients and like there's something about those fucking that was one thing I want to talk about before. I love their flour tortillas. I think they're moist and stretchy. I think it's exactly what I want in a flour tortilla which even, uh, I, I, they're going to put me on blast for this, but there's some uh, there's so much amazing, authentic Mexican food out here in Los Angeles. And it is better than Chipotle. But Chipotle has maybe my favorite flour tortilla. My experience with Los Angeles Mexican food is that it is far simpler than yes, Chipotle. Significantly,
0: yeah. Chipotle is like, I want chicken, but I also want corn and pico de gallo and like a, a whole mess of things that I think are more commonly associated with
1: like sort of American taco bars. Exactly. Yeah. And he he had that idea of like, <clears throat> let's do the big burrito. Let's do like the sweet corn. Let's do that. You can have rice and salsa and all this stuff. Not groundbreaking stuff. I, I like, I don't really understand how it happened because he had this idea, moved to Denver and he was like, did the math and he was like, borrowed some money from his daddy. Um, and it was like, I want to uh, like open this restaurant. And he's like, I did the math. I need to sell 140 burritos a day to break even and keep this thing going. And almost off the bat, they were selling about a thousand burritos a day. Wow. <clears throat> it, it, it just is like one of those things that like, I don't know how a white guy from San Francisco opens a Mexican, uh, uh, I wouldn't call it a Mexican restaurant, but <clears throat> opens a burrito uh, Well, Michael, plays, it's a Mexican grill. It, well, I know, I guess it is a Mexican grill. <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> uh, how uh, a skinny white guy with glasses opens a Mexican grill and it just explodes. I think it was right place, right time. Um, I agree.
0: You can't discount too that when Chipotle first arrived, it was very, very good. I think better, maybe, maybe just nostalgia is creeping in. Um, but I remember it being very fresh, very good. But this came on the heels of Panera, yes, which was a whole category called fast casual, which is now like become. you know a cottage industry of fast casual or restaurants where you go in and it's not fast food but it's also not sit down it's like the olive garden no 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 panera Panera, chipotle sweet green um any place that's sort of like that cafeteria style where it's fast Mm. but it's also casual
1: um, yeah. I know that, that I, I'm just saying <laughs> the words, but it's knocking out of the park. Kent. It is. It's exactly what we talked about. We both we both would do an improv show and it's like, OK, I need to shovel food into my mouth before I go home. But I don't want like a McDonald's. Where can I get decent food? Chipotle, you know, you're going to be in there. It's like a, it's exactly cafeteria style. You're like, give me a scoop of this. Give me a scoop of that. Give me a scoop of this. But yeah, he opened it up, and like that, it, it starts going wildly on fire. And then, who invests $50 million into Chipotle, owning 90% of the brand, but Ronald himself?
0: McDonald is investing money into Chipotle.
1: It's me, Ronald. Um, we think it's, <laughs> it's a great me. investment. <laughs> it's me. Ronald, you are going downhill.
0: <laughs> I haven't been in the limelight since
1: 2016. <laughs> Ronald, you look awful. <laughs> Do you have a dollar? I don't. I'll give you a dollar. To, I'll donate a dollar to your uh, your Ronald McDonald fund if you get the fuck away from me.
0: I don't care about those kids.
1: <laughs> no, you don't. You honestly, you're grabbing me. Hey! I would hate to see Ronald on the streets in San Francisco. That would really bum me out. But <laughs> He's so out McDonald, there. McDonald's invests $50 million into Chipotle, owning 90% of the brand, and that just helps them fucking sc- skyrocket they're opening locations everywhere it's similar to like a location uh, um it's similar to like when coca-cola we invested in coca-cola and we found out that they brought uh like health aid you know what i mean uh, the the co- oh, company oh yeah uh-huh i like okay this is this is a trend that the world is moving in of like, you know, this kind of food. But, so they, they did that for a little while. They ended up kind of pulling out after a while, after some creative disputes, they had some... I, I wonder if it was the integrity of like the, the fresh ingredients and stuff like that. Do you, because, I don't know, but that, that was like Chipotle's big thing. But yeah, they're, they're a big brand. They're thriving. They're, they're like blown up all over the place. Uh, it's, it's a really exciting company. Do you remember that commercial they did with the Scarecrow? Well, I remember loving that commercial and it aligning
0: with my, at the time, very staunch vegan worldview. Yes. And then I took that song and I made a little remix of it, and it's become the most viral thing I've ever made in my life. What? What song? It's the Come With Me and Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a pure imagination uh, with Fiona Apple. And I made like a and little... Which really
1: quick, I want to know about it just for, for the listeners at home. It was a commercial about a scarecrow, I believe, wandering through a factory of like corn syrup and, and artificial ingredients and stuff like that. And then he finds the world of Chipotle, which is like fresh corn growing and like ripe fresh tomatoes like being sliced and healthy ingredients and that's that's almost like the willy wonk and the chocolate factory of like a beautiful world of fresh ingredients what the fuck did you do huh
0: no i just took that song because i loved it yeah you know apple singing i made a remix of it and then um i made it like i think a few weeks before i graduated college and i just stuck it up on the internet and left it there and then i don't know two or three years ago all of a sudden it had like one and a half million views jesus and it's all over tiktok yours (laughs) yeah Goddamn. Sue somebody. It's like big in like we the like uh, I think like anime world.
1: Oh, okay. We should start pivoting toward them. If you guys are in the anime world and you like that song, that's probably why you listen to this show, um, guys. I want. I'm I'm so excited to find out what exactly happened to this cash um, after we put it in Chipotle because one thing I didn't know about Chipotle going in uh, after all this to kind of bookend the first half of the show. I knew, I know it, that I love it. I know that it was a viral thing uh, like, uh, that it was, they were popping up all over the place and people loved it. But I also always remember hearing that it's, it's an interesting stock to invest in. So let's find out after the break, what happened when we invested all of our Monday into Chipotle Mexican grill. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Uh, so Ken, we had a great little break. Um, and we're about to find out what exactly happened when we invested all of our money into Chipotle. How are you feeling? Do you think you can make a prediction of what's going to happen? If I can make a prediction, I would
0: say that Chipotle has probably gone up because of the pandemic. They did that really smart move of, I believe, creating separate kitchens for online orders. Hmm. Um, I think they were early in that. But, uh, man, I have to imagine, I mean, like my general view of Chipotle is is that they overexpanded like Starbucks, like so many companies, and that they are perhaps more valuable than they were, you know, 20 years ago, but are they more valuable now than they were 10 years ago? I don't think so. Maybe they are just in terms of growth of restaurants, but I personally believe the quality of Chipotle has dipped over time. Maybe it's going back up. I don't know. I I would imagine that, oh God, if, if I had to wager a guess, which is what you asked me to do, and then I hemmed and odd. <laughs> so, if you win this one, are you now ahead of me in the Paper Jam Hall of
1: Fame? I don't know. <laughs> Let's find out, <laughs> Maestro. Last week, we bought five shares of CMG Chipotle Mexican Grill at $1,766.32. That's how much we spent on the stock. There was a little left over. And last week, we gained $148.45, putting us at $9,604.76, and putting me as the golden boy of the pod. I am on the fucking Paper Jam Hall of Fame. It is a record-breaking four consecutive wins in a row. Ken, I am losing my mind. No, no, no. Ken, it is, it is feeling great up here, and I would just like to say, I believe I can fly. It was rigged. I believe I can touch the sky. He stole the money. I dream about it every night and day. His underwear has cartoons on it. When I visited in
0: Chipotle, hey. He's a fucking clown! I believe in that cheese
1: He's a piece of shit who stole it from me! I believe it brings Ken to his knees Uh, A little salsa and a tortilla I'm just so sad. It won't give me diarrhea Ken? uh i blacked out for that entire thing of, it is a big fucking deal for me that i am now in the paper jam hall of fame i can't believe it four consecutive wins and you know when we used to get in the paper jam hall of fame back in the day on like episode five it was not very exciting because we'd only have two or three we've been doing the show for 30 30 something episodes ken i'm feeling pretty fucking proud of myself
0: I mean, I I have to begrudgingly say congratulations. Thank you. It's a feat no one's ever achieved. I will say, though, that I will not (laughs)
1: let this stand. Uh, (laughs) Well, Ken, you got a lot of work to do because I was looking at that and you were not even close to catching up. Well, I'm going to try investing in Chipotle every week. It is sad of like when you like, Ken, where can people find our, our, uh, the, um, we track the, where the money is. There's like a doc where it's like people can find it, Right. Yeah. The patreon
0: um, I can throw it up on the Twitter I can throw it up on the patreon um, so if you're listening to this it will be in one of those places uh,
1: and if you're listening to this follow us on Twitter uh, we don't have any followers on Twitter because I wasn't posting anything on the Twitter but three weeks ago I started doing it so give us a follow and like it's like the uh, you know subscribe to the podcast and and give us five stars and leave a comment but anyway Ken follow Four fucking weeks in the uh, in the paper jam hall of fame, um, and we made money on Chipotle, and I'm actually very very excited about this. Um, I don't ever give advice, listen to the attorney in the show, but like, and I think it's a little too late to invest in Chipotle now. Um, but learning about this stock, this is a really fucking interesting stock to to. You keep saying that. Why is that? Because there there's just a lot of shit going on. So I, I was, I did some research. Do you want to know why Chipotle, uh, increased not only this week, but it's been going up for a while.
0: Yeah. I um, would love nothing more than to know why my demise had to occur.
1: <laughs> uh, you might have not have noticed, but when you're, so when you go to Chipotle, one of the biggest things for Chipotle since the pandemic, obviously, uh, was their delivery and and uh, pickup their digital their digital sales have gone from twenty percent pre pandemic up to fifty percent at the height of the pandemic? Woo! It's gone down a bit, but it's to forty two percent. Like their digital and they are very fucking smart. If they rolled into it, have you ordered with a group of people on Chipotle? I have indeed. Uh- on the app it's fucking great like if i'm ordering with you i'm going to it'll like let me text you and it'll be like hey kenny this is mike throw in your chipotle order like click on this link and you can download it here and it sends it directly to my order so as you're not passing the phone around and stuff like that they've really leaned into that they know that this is a this is going to be a really volatile thing volatile is that the word i'm looking for does volatile mean like good (laughs) no (laughs) It sounds like volatile <laughs> means like bad. Things. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a real volatile thing. Um, no, their, their digital, their digital sales have gone up from 20 to 50%, uh, down to about 42, but still like a uh, the fuck along. And since, since the, uh, like return of in-person dining, they've achieved, uh, 80% of in-person dining, uh, Eighty uh, percent of the in-person dining that they had pre-pandemic, uh, uh, along with this crazy digital increase, like their stock is expensive, like because um, they're just seeing a really, really high volume that they've never they've never seen. And to, to say that they're getting a high volume that they haven't really seen, like compared to like a couple years ago, like how big this thing was, uh, especially in the world of the pandemic. I even know myself of like it's always ju- was just a safe thing to order of like in a world where everybody's freaking out, it's like, I need something substantial, I need something somewhat healthy that's not gonna ruin my stomach, that's not gonna ruin my life. Um, and they're also in good graces of they've they've raised their prices about 4%, and they did the smart thing of like, they're very upfront about, we're raising our prices because <clears throat> we wanna make sure that we're uh, we're treating our employees in a way, they gave about a 15% raise to all of their employees. Um, and Their rationale was they were like, you know what, we're upfront with our customers. A four percent raise is going to be like an extra thirty-four cents for your burritos. Communists. Communists. <laughs> <laughs> they're communists, <laughs> socialists, both. They said that their customers are pretty happy to pay that extra thirty-four cents because they're like it's improving their their you know they they I think it's fun that a lot of customers these days want to see employees treated treated appropriately.
0: Yeah, that's rad. I mean, that's good on them.
1: Um, that's. That's that's how you do it. That's how you play that. Uh, so I mean, like that. That's that's really all there is of like it, it's going up. But I mean, like you think about this, it's similar to like Domino's, where not quite. Well, how Domino's is a it's a technology company, but in the in the modern, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, My like, phone is made by Domino's. Yeah, I would. love It's so Domino's hot. Ah. <laughs> <Yowish. clears throat> um it, Like you, you, it's not just a restaurant anymore. It is a technology. Their their tech is. I'm not going to say their tech is cutting edge, but I enjoy using their digital, their app to order food. Uh, It makes it really easy to divide up and like, see like who's paying for what. Um, They show you on your receipt, like, look like Eric spent this much. Kenny spent this much. Like it's, it's wonderful. Who the Um, hell is Eric? uh, It's my friend, Eric, who I got (laughs) you only with a while ago. He was the first person that I ever did it I ever did it with, and I was like, I sent her the order, and later I was like, hey, this thing's pretty cool. That was at the height of the pandemic. But, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I mean, but it, it got me thinking about, like, I was like, wow, this. I, I kind of wish I invested in Chipotle. In real life? <laughs> in yeah. real life. This is one where I was like, <laughs> um, because, let's see, how much um, I want to well, Google ch- in
0: things in real time. This might be one of the first times where we've seen a company grow... Because of business as opposed Mm. to like shipping or the like this is this is a good example of like they did the right thing and they are growing because of good strategy. I'm not sure we've had a company like that yet where they've done something good and it's caused like, you know, they like successfully rode a wave. Let me look back at our other investments, see if I can think of anything else. Uh, maybe, maybe BlackBerry, maybe BlackBerry. BlackBerry
1: too, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because when you look at Chipotle, while you look for that, in February 21st was their last peak pre-pandemic. The stock was $920. Uh, and last, last week, it was almost two grand a share. Woo! One thousand one thousand nine hundred. 1900 uh, $37 22. It fucking doubled, which obviously a lot of, a lot of stocks <clears throat> doubled during the pandemic and they're going to hope they're probably going to crash down, which is why we started investing podcasts. So we can <laughs> be there when the stock market crashes, but still, I mean like uh, they're one where it's like, I don't know if they're ever going to go down because people are ordering Chipotle in a way that they never have. I, I since the pandemic, I've never ordered so much Chipotle. My girlfriend,
0: Moira, orders a lot of Chipotle because it is down the street from us, and you just order it on your phone. You just walk and go pick it up. It's great. Um, I kind of... I don't know why it didn't click in my head. She was doing it for, like, months, and then I was like, I should, when we did this episode, I was like, oh, I should do that.
1: Yeah. Well, and the thing is, too, is their food... Like, you can even do... Like, you order it online, you just go pick it up. They have those nice, like, shelves for your food. But it's not like McDonald's where you get it, and it's like, ugh, I got this 20 minutes ago, and now it tastes like shit. Like... A bowl, will, unless you're getting the guacamole, can which you're a fucking idiot for doing that. But um, it comes you, it comes with the veggie though. What? Uh, the guacamole comes free with the veggie. Oh, it does. Oh, okay. I'm not a vegetarian because i'm not an idiot oh Um, (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) no but yeah i but you what i'm saying is you can order chipotle and it can sit there for a while and you're still going to pick it up and it's still going to be delicious
0: yeah i think getting mcdonald's delivered is the worst
1: it is a nightmare
0: it's a true middle finger and it's like it's because you just want it and like they might as
1: well shoot the food out of like a t-shirt can at your porch (laughs) (laughs) it's fucking disgusting Um, Well, well, Ken, that was Chipotle, but I'm curious, uh, uh, would you be interested in playing a little game with me? I would love to. Because, Ken, you're a bit of a boomer, aren't you? (laughs) Hold on, a boomer? (laughs) Come on, you're a baby boomer, are you not? You pegged me. (laughs) <laughs> well if you well you're gonna you're definitely gonna be a boomer today because can if you see this viral tiktok craze which is actually based in a lot of reality that there's a viral thing on tiktok of getting your parents to try to say chipotle <laughs> have, you, have you seen that <laughs> I, Do like your my, parents say chipotle wrong like my my dad does my parents love chipotle chipotle yes why the fuck it's chipotle i don't know like So anyone who doesn't know, it's like viral on TikTok, but because, and honestly, I would say this about my dad years ago of like, my dad loves Chipotle, but he's always like, oh, I went down to Chipotle. It's great. It's not spelled like Chipotle. I don't know why everybody says Chipotle, but for some reason, the damn boomers just can't get it right. So I invented a little game on that, on that same, uh, on that same lens. And I call it Chipotle what? (laughs) (laughs) Again, I have, Um, I have, uh, six, six questions for you and a a tiebreaker if you can't get it, um, of common things, restaurants, celebrities, uh, just uh, items that a lot of people pretend they know how to say, but they actually don't. So I want to see if, how many of these you can properly say, how many of these things that you can say correctly? Do you think you're ready? Yes. You've got to say it right, and you also have to guess what it is. Okay. This counter-serve chain for ready-made sandwiches plus breakfast, coffee, soups, and salad. In French, it means ready to eat. How do you pronounce this restaurant? Do you have any idea what restaurant this is? Yeah, uh, Pret-a-Manger. Final answer? Yeah. Uh, It is... Prêt à manger. Prêt à That's how ma- you're supposed to... Mon No. Look it up. I also wrote all these. I wrote the syllables out, but I was like, I'm still going to fuck these up. No, no, no it's, ma- it's, 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 pre- it's manger. Manger? Yeah, maybe. You're right. Prêt à... Prêt à... Prêt Google it. <laughs> I am Googling it. Hold up, Hold on. Go to the video oh, with the French God. guy that I heard.
0: <laughs> I Googled your first pronunciation and it goes manger.
1: <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but that's what preta manger, I'm always like preta manger, preta manager, preta manger. I, I, I don't know.
0: I don't know. Listeners, write in. We'll figure it out. <laughs>
1: preta manger. It's, pre, it's preta manger. Preta manger. All right. It's preta manger. Um, okay. So I'll give you a point for that one. Um, the next one, a, this is a star symbol used to mark printed or written text, typically as a reference or an annotation, uh, or to stand, uh, for omitted matter. It's, it's. Oh, oh, an asterisk. Uh, say it again. a uh, uh, asterisk. Uh, as, uh, asterisk? Asterisk. Astra-usk. asterisk, the asterisk, an asterisk. an asterisk. I dis I disagree again. Where are you getting <laughs> this from? Asterisk, asterisk. Uh,
0: Google Google asterisk. <laughs> the problem is, is I, I looked these up and I wrote the syllables out myself. <laughs> it's asterisk. It's A-S-T-E-R-I-S-K.
1: asterisk. I'll give you that one too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? Invented in England in the early 19th century, this, ferment, uh, uh, this fermented liquid gets its unique flavor from a, condom, uh, a combination of vinegar, molasses, anchovies, garlic, uh, chili pepper extract, sugar, salt, along with undisclosed natural ingredients.
0: Oh, I'm actually unsure of what the correct pronunciation
1: of this is, but it's Worcester sauce. Not Worcester sauce. But yeah, that is that is the you're thinking about the right thing. Is it Worcester sauce like the town city of Worcester? Uh, It's I believe it's started in Worcester, England. Worcestershire sauce. Oh, Worcestershire Worcestershire. sauce. Worcestershire Worcestershire sauce is one that comes up quite a bit. Worcestershire, Worcestershire Worcestershire. sauce. So you missed that one, Ken. Uh, Three questions left. This American actress is known for her roles like Karen Smith in Mean Girls, Cosette in Les Miserables, and Sophie in the Mamma Mia movie. Oh, shit. I, I'm drawing a huge blank. Can you say it again? This American actress is known for her role as Karen Smith in Mean Girls, Cosette oh. in Les Miserables, and Sophie in Mamma Mia. You know, oh, God. Uh, Amanda Siegfried? Final answer? Yeah it is that is the correct person it is amanda 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 She in, in an interview i watched she's like no one can do this it's Fred, amanda seyfried amanda Seifred. that is her name that's another one i used to get i used to say amanda seyfried i would seyfried seyfried is her last name she's not siegfried and roy that's not her <laughs> she is siegfried and roy but that's a totally different thing um Kenny, this American fast casual restaurant, bakery, and cafe chain was founded in Boston, Massachusetts and has another French name. Oh, Obon Pan. Say it one more time. Obon Pan. Ooh, bon Pan. No, it's Obon Pan. Oh my God. <laughs> the same fucking French guy. No. And I knew too because I know you like, you spoke French for a little while. It's, it says, it's, this guy says he was supposed to say Bon Pan. Ubam bam bon, bon. no ubamba bon, bon, ubamba bon. yeah bon, definitely bon. It's, uh, like it's like the n is there but barely ooh, bon, bon. it's that's that, that's
0: french is so difficult i i didn't speak french i lived with french people okay um and i remember bread being like it's like yeah it's that kind of like funny it's hard and soft at the same time just like my dick <laughs> 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 dick, dick, dick 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 uh, uh should i give oh, you that bon, one ken bah. Uh, bon yeah, I was, bon to, bon. I was trying to, like, do, like, the, like, correct French pronunciation, but with an American accent. You know what I mean? Be yeah, like,
1: that you think it's called all Bon Bon, but it's yeah. Au Bon
0: Bon. Now, nah, don't give that to me.
1: <laughs> what a fucking stupid name for a fucking restaurant. And it started in Boston. <laughs> what a dumb fucking name. No offense to any of our French listeners. I love you guys, but uh, what a dumb fucking name. <laughs> my name's Mike O'Malley, and I started Au no. Bon in my backyard. I said oh Bon pan. Kenny, this one always fucks me up last question this device has two paddles attached to wires that are held to someone's chest to deliver a shock that is supposed to help or restart your heart i'm trying to remember how many r's there are in this (laughs) i always think there's 11 r's is it defri or defi defibrillator ken good job Defibrillator. A, defi- a defibrillator. I always get that one wrong. Good job. You know, I, I made my own one of those
0: with a couple of ping pong paddles and a car battery. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> two slinkies, two ping pong paddles and a car battery. I've never been more dead in my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, trust me, I've tried. Uh, well, Ken, you, so far you, you got four out of six right. Are you ready for the b- 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 bonus question? Oh, yeah. When introducing Adina Menzel at the 2014 Oscars, <laughs> John, John Travolta introduced the singer as what name?
0: Oh, my God. The I'm just...
1: wickedly talented... <laughs> well, I leg. just heard some... Well, I was just talking about this to someone. This is in 2014, uh, and I fucking say it all the time. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't remember. Adina Menzel of Rent and Frozen fame, at the 2014 Oscars, John Travolta introduced her, and he said... There's nothing nobody closer to my nothing more closer to my heart than movie musicals and then to sing a song from Frozen is the wickedly talented Adele Dazim. <laughs> Adele Dazim. That's what Adele Dazim. Nope. <laughs> not even fucking close. Idina Menzel. Adele Dazim. So bad. Um uh, well, Ken, that was the Chipotle episode. I'm really stoked that we made a little kicky kick cash here today. And Ken, you you uh well let's see. One, two, three, four. You got four right and three wrong. So you win the challenge. Congratulations. Woo! And thanks for sticking with me as I have joined the fucking Paper Jam Hall of Fame. I am a I am a golden boy. I am and guess what, Ken? And guess what, listeners at home? I'm gonna keep this fucking puppy rolling. I am gonna let it ride, and we are gonna just gonna keep this fucking thing going. Skip the next episode, but tune in next next week. When we see what happens in the Paper Jam Hall of Fame. Any other thoughts, Ken? No, uh, listen to next week's episode, then skip the one after that. <laughs> listen to my episode. No, skip Kenny's episode, the next one. Also, I, I guys, Skip Mike's episode, skip Mike's episode. No, hey, stop skipping my episode. Shut, shut the hey, fuck up! Stop, the- <laughs> <my episode. laughs> so stop skipping my goddamn episode. Ooh, 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 ooh. And, I'm and mad guys, as a dog. <laughs> oh my God. Well, thank you guys for listening. And hey, I know you're thinking, uh, I know that you're thinking, oh, well, they Mike and Kenny have plenty of people giving them five stars and comments on the <laughs> podcast. I'm fucking pissed off that no one's doing it anymore. Uh, if you guys could give us five stars, I will fucking... I don't know what I'll do. I'll say your name on the pod. I'll I'll fucking DM you on Instagram. Leave comments. It's been a minute. Uh, if you're thinking, if you do what I do on shows, I'm like, haha, maybe I'll do that eventually. Just do it right now. We'll even end the show right now so that the phone <laughs> is in your hand and you fucking do it. Please. Mike told me in previous
0: episodes to edit out when he says stuff like this. But <laughs> he keeps saying it, Yeah. he thinks he wants it. So I, want it, in it.
1: I want people to fucking do it. Please do it. Uh, Ken, I had so much fun. I love you. And I'm going to see you in a few minutes on the uh, Paper Jam After Hours at patreon.com slash uh, the Paper Jam, where we're going to talk about our Chipotle orders this week. See you later, everybody. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Paper Jam Podcast. New episodes come out every Thursday. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at The Paper Jam Pod or shoot us an email at ThePaperJamPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon, where Mike and I post bonus episodes, videos, and other sweet, sweet content for you to enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Audio.